Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. WFAN, WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app. WFAN Sports Flash. Good afternoon at 12.02. I'm Andrew Bogish. This Sports Flash is sponsored by your local Mazda dealer. Visit MazdaUSA.com. The Giants are not alone in the NFC East with some coaching issues to work out. The Cowboys might move on from Mike McCarthy after Sunday's dud with the Packers. And now people are asking questions about Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni after their nosedive to end the season. Jalen Hurts doesn't think the coach is the problem. I have a ton of confidence in, um, in everyone in this building. Um, it's just a matter of us going out there and playing clean football. That's been something that we have not done. The Eagles are the first team to start 10-1 and end up with seven losses since the 86 Jets. Now, coaching questions aside, Philly is definitely replacing their center. Future Hall of Famer Jason Kelsey reportedly told his teammates he was retiring in the locker room after last night's 32-9 loss in Tampa Bay. Kelsey has won one Super Bowl, played in another, and was first-team All-Pro six times in his 13 seasons. And Bill Belichick interviewed for the Falcons job yesterday. That makes six known candidates for the opening. Fan weather, it is 31 degrees with snow in Central Park, and that's what's happening. Sports flashes, top of every hour. I'm Andrew Bogish. Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Time to hit you with the crown topic of the day. Start the show back at 10 a.m. Talking about Brian Dable and the latest report to come out from Pat Leonard of the New York Daily News. And while I respect Pat's reporting, and he's not making stuff up, so this did happen to me. And it's not just his report either, but his is the most recent. Paul Schwartz had something on the Dable wink stuff a week ago. Hacksaw Dan Duggan of The Athletic had a report on this. BT, I think it was late last week. And now Pat has different details on it, which are not painting Brian Dable in a positive light and, you know, being hard on his coaches and and blaming Wink for, you know, the Jets loss and having to have Joe Sheen listening on game day, all these different ugly details, which seems like is a dysfunctional mess with the Giants and Brian Dable leading the way as their head coach. You know what? I'm with Dable. I think these guys who are leaking this stuff are soft. I think the guys who can't handle it, if you can't take your heat, get your ass out the kitchen. And Brian Dable's the head coach of this team, like it or not. You don't like it, you don't respect it, tough, you're out. And guys went and leaked stuff to Jay Glazer earlier in the year. Dable, like a man, 
went in there, brought him into a room. Hey, who's got a problem? Anybody got a problem? Come tell me. Nobody says a peep about it, yep. and yet they go run their mouths like cowards after the fact. So Dable sniffed out the rats, got it, got rid of them. I think the Giants are in better shape here. Now, you look, you don't want to overdo it, but Brian Dable is in charge of the Giants. That's a good thing, and the record and the results are there. If you're losing the team, that's a different story. That has not been the case with Brian Dable. No, and the results at the end of the season back up that last assertion by Sal. He has not lost the team, and that's really all that matters. There's no doubt about that. All right, there, there's a few things for me I see it a little differently. I'm less enamored with Dable um, than than I was even, even last week. This report does catch my attention. It right. does. Now, what I'm trying to do is delineate between what's real and what was planted for self-preservation. Let's not be fools With an here. To grind of course, or, yeah, we right, know where this right. is coming from. So, but that doesn't mean that Wink is making this all up. And there's a big difference between, and it's not just him for the record. There were true. multiple sources in the article that Pat wrote. Hundred percent, no yeah. doubt, good, good catch there. But there's also a big difference between being intense and being fiery versus, say, being irrational and destructive. Now, the Giants quarterback situation is is very muddled, okay? Even if Jones is ready for week one, I don't think anybody's still hanging on to the notion that Daniel Jones is going to be here in three, four, five years. He's not. So they're going to have a new quarterback at some point. And I can handle a slightly irrational head coach if the quarterback is able to work through the noise. Like Brady with Belichick. All right, that's him being him. I know what I got to do. Team's going to follow me. We're good. But I don't know if that dynamic's going to play out properly. You draft the kid, whether it's sixth or you move up in the draft and you get somebody and Dable doesn't kind of augment this game a little bit, that could be problematic down the road. There's a lot of different things here. The, The thing that I think worries me the most, if accurate, is the lack of accountability. You have to know the person that you work for while they're in a position of power At the end of the day, they've got no problem putting the thumb in their chest. And from the article, it seems like Dable has a tough time doing that. Right, but from the results and from watching him in his two years here, I don't feel like he's had a tough time taking accountability. Now, getting on Wink Martindale for blowing the Jets game, there is some truth in that. Now, you you and I could fight back and forth about who was really to blame, and it was really both. And, And, you know, they lost the game as a team, as you do. You win as a team, you lose as a team. But there definitely was a bad feel with those two and it boiled over obviously but I don't think that Dable lacks accountability in general I don't get that sense and like I said if this were like like this could have easily gone off the rails and they could have finished with two or three wins Mm -hmm. they didn't how did they rally the troops even through not only the adversity of a bad season as far as injuries and results on the field all of the stuff the Glazer report came out whatever it was week 11 week 12 that they still were able to, in in the face of all of that, the dysfunction that was going on behind the scenes, the yelling at each other, and or Dable yelling at coaches on the headset, Shane having to listen in, they still won some games. They still got back to respectability. So mm-hmm. I think that means more than any words that he may say that may hurt the feelings of a head coach of, of an assistant coach who got upset. Like it's football, bro. It's football. Suck it up. I don't have to suck it up because I'm a, I'm a little wee talk show host. <laughs> yeah. You have to suck it up. You're a football coach. He's front and center, and there's no hiding in the city, and Dable does not strike me as the kind of I'm going to hide. I, I, right. I, I feel the need to hide kind of a guy, and I respect that. But the spotlight has just been cranked up a ton. 
on the Giants. You better you better start the season well. And I think either way you slice it, like I do believe in Dable, and I like him being himself, and I like that fiery personality Absolutely. holding guys accountable. Yep. You can't spin this, though, as it's a good look. It's not a good look. I it's a it, bad look. I thought it was good what he did by cleaning up the mess with the Wilkins brothers and getting rid of Wink after the Paul Schwartz article. Mm-hmm. This is a different type of feel to where even if you're the biggest Dable supporter, whether it's in that building or not, I, like you're on now alert. You better be, or you're not You're not paying attention to the situation or at least reacting to a report which is not pulled out of thin air. There's got to be elements of truth here. How much, I don't know. I'm not going to question reporting chops unless Mm -hmm. I have a need to, and I have no need to do that here. So you got a lot. Like the Giants, like you look at the the drink that they pour, their blender, there's a lot of ingredients. Some are good, and and some are getting kind of ugly. So what I would do is I I would just flush the whole thing down the sink and start over. And you do that with new coordinators. He's going to do that. But he also has to do that with a new him, not a, a, a radical transformation. Got to be himself. He's got to be himself, but he's got to be more CEO-ish. He's got to be. He's because got, of the way the sport has evolved? So, how much have you changed over the years? A lot. Okay, me too. Like, if you go back to 20-year-old me, come on, bro. Like, well, I that, go, be that goes for everybody. But yeah. even 30-year-old you. Yeah, well, of course. Me too. All right. All right. So we didn't fundamentally change what, what what's driven us to get to this point. But you evolved. Otherwise, we him. wouldn't be here. But we had to smooth over a few things. Mm-hmm. You know, maturity kicks in. Confidence allows you to breathe a little bit. Right. You know, you feel as if you've earned your place in the mm-hmm. business. And I think once Dable gets there, I think we'll see a great coach. But he has to get there. Well, remember, too, and I love that analogy because you could use it in any walk of life as it pertains to you and the greatest opportunity that you've been given in your life. Whatever that may be. For us, it was this. For you know somebody else out there, it could be something else, an elevation in their job, whatever. For Dable, it's getting the opportunity to do what he's wanted to do his whole life. Be a head coach. Now you're it. You don't think that the tension is going to be high? Mm-hmm. I know I felt more pressure getting involved in the midday show more so than the overnight. Like, there's okay, wow, you full time overnight. Like, there's pressure with that, and then it's even more mm-hmm. when you get a part of the daytime. Like, it just it's a natural progression. So for him, I'm sure he had pressure as an offensive coordinator. Then you get your like, this is it. This is your shot as a head coach in this league. And as Eminem said, you only get one shot. Mm-hmm. Like, if you fail in this shot, you're done. You're toast if it goes sideways. So you better make sure that you're doing it your way. And I think he has, and it was, I'm sure, crushing to him. But, if, guys you get a, that he, but if you get a fail, fail on merit or a lack of merit, right. don't fail because you self-sabotage. No, but That's what I'm worried about with I'm him. I'm just saying that it was Not ratchet- the football stuff. I'm saying that it was ratcheted up, potentially, because the pressure's on. Yeah. He's the one with the bullseye on him, not the coordinators. Yep. It's Dable's team. And then to have guys that you hired and you work with every day – leak something the Jay Glazer in season like you think he's here in three years I do me too which is you, you could ask me that as you did I think a week ago or two weeks ago it's a little more difficult to say now because mm. I think there's a realistic chance that next year it could be over like <laughs> now that that's where we're at right now that he better have a good year next year if all this stuff wasn't out there I would say no way he's going to get five years minimum now, if it goes sideways next year on top of what happened this past year and all this dysfunction or apparent dysfunction, then I think he could be in trouble. Put it this way. We are not we're not too far away from something happening that doesn't happen too often on the football scene here. Both the Jets and the Giants looking for a coach simultaneously. Doesn't happen much. 
God, these two teams with the now I, mean, I don't now, the Jets must win and I mean if they bring back Salah, oh, I just give be, up. I mean, I mean they that's it. Him come him on, him. stop. Yeah, they should fire him anyway. And the I mean. stakes have changed now for Dable. They have. But I do think he's gonna get through this and will be fine. Right now it seems like it's What if he goes six and eleven? He's gonna, gonna be, be fine then. Well, it's be a big more. problem. It's look the, the first Unless stop. it's with a rookie, I'm sorry. Unless it's with a, a quarterback that they draft. Uh, or even if Jones starts and then they 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 go to the kid and he shows real growth, that's different. So there's different types of six and elevens. I get it, but you need to stabilize. First thing Dable has to do, and I think he's doing it. He's already done it. Clean up this staff. Yeah, get get rid of the guys you don't trust. Bring in new guys who want to come with you and know that it's not going to be easy sledding here. Mm-hmm. And remember, this guy comes from the Belichick Saban tree. Like, who are we kidding? You don't think Parcells reamed his coaches? Left oh, yeah. and right. I, come on. Different NFL. I, on. Uh, well, that's, that's the point where Different. we say you got to evolve, and Coughlin's the best example. Yeah. You have to, you can still be that tough coach and coach him up hard. You have to have a little softer edge to it. There's also a lot of coaches from that tree who fell flat on their face. Romeo Cremel, yeah. well, Charlie maybe because Weiss, they tried to do what, you know, maybe different circumstances, but... That tree didn't bear fruit from every branch. But we we do agree, though, that the most important thing, like if this were a player issue, yeah. that would be a major problem. Like that's something I don't think you could recover from. Meaning but, what? I'm, what do you mean a player meaning issue? Meaning that the players had a problem with the way Dable talked as opposed to the coaches. Yeah, yeah no, that's, uh, that's untenable because you can't get rid of 53 and, guys. And while I'm sure some players don't love it, yeah. the results show that they play for them. Yep. The yep. results so are far. there. So far. And once that goes out, then now he's done. But the problem with that, and I'm not trying to discredit them for for piecing it together, but look at the Giants roster. They almost had to keep fighting. It wasn't like a veteran. Like, I could see the Eagles checking out, and I think they did a little bit. They, they, You know, they got to a Super Bowl. They've won a lot of games. They got contracts. They made some money. You know, for the most part, their NFL legacies and future earnings are somewhat set, somewhat. The Giants have so many transitional players that if they didn't put something decent on film, they would actually penalize themselves. So I'm j- I'm not I'm mm-hmm. not stating, I'm asking, is it possible they played hard in spite of the Dable stuff? I don't know. It's it's possible. I don't believe that to be the case. BT and Sal on the fan are friends at Town Fair Tire. Remind you that at Town Fair Tire, you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tires. Nobody. George is in Winter Park, Florida. What's up, George? Thanks. Excuse me. Thanks for taking my call. I just I agree with uh, both you gentlemen on uh, Dable. I think he's a really good coach. As far as what's going on, I've been following football for seventy three years. Hmm. I'm an old man, and this crap you don't know who to believe. I'm telling you, one guy writes one story, another guy writes another story, another guy writes another story. It just Drives you crazy. Well, but they've so all just, been similar stories. Like they, I, the, yeah, it's, well, I it, involve, that. it involves the tough coaching with Dable, and it involves the Dable versus Wink battle. So the, all three of the stories, they're while different, it's all centered around the same thing. Yeah, but I, I have no doubt in my mind that the players knew what was going on. And as far as uh, you brought up Parcells, he was a tough coach. And let me tell you something. He did something that I don't think any other coach would do. He benched Phil Sims for a whole year, put Brunner in, Brunner uh, won yeah, a playoff, yep. and then who was the quarterback? Sims. And then Sims was benched again until uh, what's his name came. So, you know, the whole thing, nothing's changed in football 
as far as I'm concerned. But Gable, I think, is a really good coach. I'm happy he cleaned up. That's the first thing he's got to do. The second thing he's got to do is the quarterback. It's not that I don't have anybody with a bad neck to me is, is I don't know. Well, maybe. that's a that's a whole nother issue, George. And thank you for the call. We appreciate you checking in, taking Love the time Georgie. to call. That's a whole nother issue, which we'll get to over the course of the next couple of weeks with the Giants quarterback situation and Daniel Jones and forget about even just his play on the field. Is he good enough or not? Mm-hmm. The health issues. And the next stuff is certainly uh, a question mark. But right now it's about the head coach. And, you know, I do believe a lot of what's out there, but I also believe that I'd rather have Dable and his mentality because I know he cares and I know he's been successful as a coordinator developing Josh Allen, uh, most notably, most recently, and the success that the Giants had year one and even this year when adversity hit, I trust Dable and believe in him more. And I think that there's more good from this than negative, even though this most recent story by Pat Leonard in the Daily News paints him in a very negative light. I agree. I just think it's it's paramount. I mean, you always want to try to get this, but especially with a, with a coach with a style like Dable, you have to have mentally tough players. That can that can deal with that. Well, they got to make sure they pick the right ones, and I would assume Shane knows that he hasn't changed. He's been the same guy. Andrew is calling from Bay Ridge. What's up, Andrew? Hey, what's up, guys? So, kind of just piggybacking on what you just said before I make my point, um, I think it's a lot easier to dial it back than it is for say like a salad to now crank it up. So, if I had to pick a problem, this is like not an awful problem to have. Like, if I'm gonna, you know, on the table of problems out there, right? that my coach is a little tough and there's people that are maybe getting a little bit, you know, soft around him like that. I can take that problem. But, I love, um, I love know, the way you put that, Andrew, because it's not in Sala. It's just not who he is to be the way Dable is. However, Dable, even though it is him to be this fiery and, and hard coach, he can dial it back a tick or two and be very effective. Agreed. Agreed. And, so if you remember last year where we as Giants fans, you know, it was like kind of like house money, we overachieved, and Wink's stock was super high. And if I remember correctly, he he interviewed for a job or like we were we were all like as Giants fans, like kind of, you know, crossing our fingers that he stayed. And it was like But with oh, Kafka wow. too, I remember last year. I think Kafka as well, where there was concern about the Giants losing their coordinators right after the successful year one. Right. And then so now it's like, then fast forward this season, first game, four, we give up 40, and it was almost like his stock now is like plummeting a little bit, right? And then you had like the Thibodeau stuff, like, oh, he, is this a result of a system, or is this Thibodeau like not as game-wrecking as, he, as maybe we thought he was? So it was almost like, I feel like this is all like sour grapes from Wink as far as like, now his, his stock is down, and now... He's leaving on not as high a note. Like I think if you if you took his plan from last year, like he interviewed. Now this year they signed Jones, they got Saquon. You know, all right. Now we're we're trending up, and then maybe at the conclusion of this year, if everything went sort of according to plan, he would be tracking for like a good you know head coaching job or something. And now. That's, that's in the toilet, it seems. Yeah, well, I mean, lucky getting – and thank you for the call, Andrew. Look, as far as Wink and Kafka go, they will have other jobs. I, I think Kafka's going to move on. And I think you Dable, do, huh? I do. And I think Dable is going to take take over the play calling. That's a bad look if both, both coordinators bounce. That's not a good look. Yeah, it might, it might be the best thing, though, for the Giants here. It so. might be. But, I'm listen, if the Giants are sitting here and they're 12-5 and they're, you know, top six offense and a top four defense, it's understandable. 
Uh, I know they fought at the end, but the Giants statistically stunk. Well, so, what I'm saying, you, so why you, do you care then if they both I, won? Well, because the talent's not good enough. I, I just, the next step is then the coach is gone. I mean, there's only so many layers of protection. You lo- all right, you got a little issue with with Wink. That's one thing. Uh, you got a little situation here with Kafka, maybe. That's another, I'm not saying that they have quite the friction that, right. that Wink does, but uh, that's just not the way it usually goes for a team that didn't win a lot of games. You don't have multiple coordinators plucked from your roster. Um, but, but you know, listen, we'll see. I don't, I'm not as convinced that Kafka's going to leave as Sal. One observation that Andrew made, and it's a great one, it's about the human spirit, and it's really just about personalities. Mm-hmm. I agree wholly. It's a lot easier to try to slow somebody down than to speed them up. Right. Like, if you're not wired in a way and predisposed to be energetic and even bordering on a little frantic or, right. you know, incessant or whatever word you want to use, you're not getting that mundane personality up to boom. You just not. You can take the frantic, high-paced, fast, 100 miles an hour. Yes. You dial can, it back yes. a little you, bit. You can dial it back because it can be repositioned with more purpose. And control. Yes. You want to have controlled chaos. Uh-huh. And with Dable, you know, who knows how controlled it is. It might need to be a little bit more controlled. And I do think that Kafka is going to be the one that's telling you. Because he's working under him directly as the offensive guy. If he decides to leave for a lateral position, yeah. then I, I think that that's a knock against Brian Dable. All right, BT and Sal on the fan. Remember, we got Brian Baldinger coming up at 1 o'clock. We'll continue with your calls on the other side. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up. Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs. Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. They knocked 
knock off the mighty Patriots 17 to 14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Sal Licata back on the fan, continuing the calls on the Giants. We'll have Brian Baldinger coming up at 1 o'clock as well. So, Sal, I was yeah. just scrolling through a little Instagram here, get my mm-hmm. little daily IG fix, and um, I see a little something from SNY here. Oh, was I on it? Baseball no, you Night New York? Oh, okay. Not, okay. did not plug Baseball Night in New York, but I'll do it for you. Was it uh, every 6 night at 6, right? Yeah. Although yeah. there are some 5.30 starts, I think, coming up, especially when we got uh, in, I think it was Mar- oh, yeah, February, where some of the spring training games start. Okay, there you go. But, yeah, 6 o'clock every night, Monday through Friday. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think that Baseball Night in New York is better than what I'm about to reference here. And if it's not, then I don't know how much longer okay. Baseball Night's going to be on the air <laughs> okay. because this is not very good. Uh, so, I mean, I understand you got to hype things up a little bit, manufacture a little enthusiasm. And obviously, Edwin Diaz does just that. He's a superstar. We all mm-hmm. know that. Uh, so, they have a picture of Diaz. And it looks like he's, like, jubilantly celebrating a final out. He's, like, pumping his okay. arm. He's, he's, he's happy. Obviously, things are going well. And then it's got uh, six faces below it. It says Mets 2024 bullpen. And I'll give you the names in a second. You might know some of them. You might not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they write, here's a look at how the Mets' bullpen could potentially line up for 2024. Okay. Like like they're touting it a good thing. Smith, Rayleigh, Lopez, Tonkin, Bickford, and Ramirez. Hmm. I mean, uh, I probably, why in the world would they post that? I don't think I'd be able to pick 90% of those guys out of the lineup. And that doesn't mean that some of them can't have good years here, yeah, but, yeah, but that's what bad. are we touting that for? That's bad. I don't know if Come it's touting is as far as saying this is what their bullpen looks like. Now, as they also said, Andy Martino has reported that they're actively looking at bullpen help, which I was saying, screw the bullpen, go get a real DH. Yep. But after looking at this, dude, I'll tell you this. <laughs> get both. Well, I I don't know what exactly I'm basing my thoughts off of as far as the Mets being a playoff team. But when you actually, like, there's a lot that goes into it. The the league is watered down now. An extra team gets in, bounce back year, some solid players. But when you actually look at their rotation on paper. They're a 75-win team if they're lucky. When you actually look at their bullpen on paper. like dude. Drew Smith is supposed to be one of the better arms. I like Lopez, who they brought in. I think he could have a good year. Brooks Raley was very good last year. Drew Smith is horrible. Like, he's awful. And he's supposed to be one of their better arms now. Mm-hmm. If they don't remember, they lost Robertson, they lost Adovino. So even though they get back Edwin Diaz, uh, Ramirez, Bickford, and Tonkin? I mean, my fear is I don't know bro. what you're handing Diaz often. That's the problem. I'm not worried about Diaz coming back from the Patella. Oh, God. Man, that's be, uh, can we talk about football? Sure. Uh, I'm not ready for that just, good. just yet. We have been. All right, BT and Sal on the fan, 8-7. And by the way. Yes. You know, Yankees haven't done much. Oh, here we go. Here's the volley back that makes him feel good, yeah. which I know, well, I, I know that you think and pretend that it makes you feel good. I know it doesn't really Let's look at the Yankees on paper. Maybe tomorrow we'll look at the Yankees on paper because it feels like well, the Yankees have done a lot. Well, but in reality... Well, they didn't have to do that much because they got the gold glove shortstop yeah. who's going to hit 30 pounds uh, and have right, 30 steals. Right. He was pretty close last year. You're going right. to have the, the best player in baseball back healthy and judge. Maybe mm-hmm. the second or third best player in Soto. I mean, yeah. top heavy. Well, I like uh, you know you got a left field. There. I like balance. I don't like top okay. heavy. All right, so if I say Sal, y- Yanks will win how many games? Just give me a number. Min- minimum ninety. Minimum. Okay, and the Mets will win how many? Maximum eighty three. Yeah, like, there we go, buddy. Keep <laughs> so I'm it being moving. Honest. Yeah. I'm no, being I appreciate honest, that. But I, I mean, it's it. all relative. 
the Mets are in a rebuilding year. Yankees say they're going all in, and they're all in is a little different from what I thought. They're and even you. Yet. They're not done yet. Huh? We'll not see. done yet. Blake Snell signed yet? 877 Did get traded yet? Yankees don't have the, the, the guts to go get Blake Snell and go all <laughs> uh, yeah. in for 200 bucks. They don't when have the that number comes down, go get a little Josh Hader. We uh, talked about it. Did he sign yet? Yeah. All right. So we'll a couple prizes to be had there at the carnival. Eight seven seven. The carnival is right. <laughs> I don't know. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Gary is calling from Orlando. What's up, Gary? Hey, it must be uh, Florida Day today. Good to talk to you guys. What's How are up, you, Gary? Gary? I'd like. To, I'm good. I'm good. I'm enjoying your conversation today. I'd, li- I'd like to inject a couple of other points about Brian Dable. First of all, I think he has the skill set to be a head coach, which is a completely different skill set than being a coordinator. Uh, like you guys said, it's his first head coach job ever at any level, and he might be a little bit too emotional these first two years. But I think he's the right guy in the right place, and he needs to surround himself with the right guys. He didn't know Wink. You know, he brought Wink in. Wink is from a different generation. Wink is an entire generation older than Dable. It, it's not shocking to me that those guys did not get along, and they had no personal history. And the same thing goes for Kafka, who he didn't know, who he brought in from Andy Reid's system, which was great, but he also had no uh, previous history calling plays. Dable gave him his first job calling plays, and Dable's better at it. I want him to call the plays instead of Kafka. You also have Dable working in the only situation that has two 50% owners, and there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen for the Giants. Not, it's not an easy job. And I think that compared to the three guys who were two and out, now that he's getting a third year, hopefully, um, I think he's the right guy. He just needs to surround himself with the right people, and he has to win. Um, you know, unless unless he drafts a quarterback that we all drop our jaws at, even though they have a bad record, mm-hmm. next year he can't win, lose 11 games like BT said. Gary, I think, 11, by the way, Gary, I think that's an outstanding call. I think you nailed a lot of the – Bullet points, and I think every Giants fan that heard that is probably sitting there saying, yeah, sounds about right. But ultimately, doesn't it come down to, to winning anyway? Well, that's why when he talked about the young quarterback, like if they're 5-12 and 12 or 6-11 and 11 or 7-10, and 10, and the optics don't seem great from a distance, but, you know, from a micro point of view, you unpack a young player who's playing well, and he maybe right. takes over halfway through, and you're like, wow, this this kid is the real deal. Uh, they didn't win a ton with him, but you just know that they drafted the right guy, and he seems to mesh well with Dable. That's a different energy. But if these reports never came out, if there were no issues between Dable and his staff at all, wouldn't you be saying the same exact thing? If they don't win in year three, after what happened in year one, after what happened in year two, if they don't win in year three, unless it's some quarterback that they're grooming, and like it'd be the same thing anyway. I don't believe that these reports are going to change that much as far as Dable's timeline go. It may mean that the bullseye's on a little bit more. It's on earlier, is what it is. It's a little more pronounced, and it's a little earlier. Or, or it confirms and solidifies that year three is a very important year. It was going to be anyway. Uh-huh. But there was a chance, if none of this happened, he was going to be back anyway. Unless, yeah. it, like, the wheels completely fell off. But if he went, you know, 7-10 and 10 next year... But showed again signs of progress. Mm-hmm. I think he was going to stay. If he goes seven and ten now, let's say quarterback aside, I mean there could be more of an argument maybe to move on. I still don't think like the Giants aren't going to change. They're, they're they're not looking to change. This would have to get so bad and so toxic that they would be forced to move on. We're yeah, but now yet. you don't get any benefit of the doubt from people who, granted, aren't making the decision. The only thing that really matters is what ownership 
thinks and, and how they process this here inside the building. But, you know, now the perception becomes, I think, in large part, just kind of anticipating, if it's a bad start, what the callers will represent on our show and the station. This guy's a hothead. First year was a fluke. Mm-hmm. Can't get a can't get along with anybody. Are people going to believe everything word for word, and not worry about where it's coming from or what the which is irresponsible as well. But listen, I, I mean, I, I have a rough time believing that none of this is true. I think a lot of it is true. I'm like, I'll, they're not making the reporters aren't making stuff up. It's just a matter of which perspective. Mm-hmm. Or perspectives it is coming from. But I don't know that it matters as much as you think that it matters. Because to me... Well, but is it coming from the players? Is it coming from inside the Giants building? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it almost... I don't want to say it doesn't matter. Because it does matter. If it's all from the players, then it's ultimately... It's over. You know, whereas with Wink, you get lost. You get a better relationship with the next DC. You can kind of smooth this over and and move forward here. But the, the lack of accountability, if that is true... That's his biggest issue. Even more than blowing up. It's one thing I can blow up, but then I've I've got to be able to look you in the eye and say, when things cool down, that, that that's on me. I gotta take the L on that. My bad. I messed up. But you have to thumb tr- it in my chest. And you have to truly believe that you did mess oh, up. Oh no, you don't just say that to placate right. people. No, you have to like, take ownership of it because your 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 instincts are are mature enough to know that was truly my mistake and, and I've got to communicate that and let people know that I've got to be better, even though I'm the boss, I'm the head coach. Like, you, you just, you can't run around the building and yell at people, and if this is true, and denigrate people and diminish their value without, you know, understanding that that you're fallible as well right. in the football But maybe perspective. In, in his mind in the Jet game, it wasn't his fault. Well, then I think he's fault. dead wrong, because well, I think it was absolutely your, a big part of his fault. He's then, thinking, then, 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 he's, then he's a little delusional. Because no, no. oh. I saw a guy, instead of going for I yard, agree with him. I saw a guy, instead of going for yard to ice the game, which every great Giants coach would have done, he bunted. I saw a guy in overtime having his quarterback run freaking backwards. He was almost in a different state rather than attacking the first down bar. I saw a guy, quite frankly, who coached scared. And I also saw a coach who didn't know that his kicker was hurt. And that is his primary responsibility. You've got to know all that. You keep, like when you're the old man. He had a lead with 30 seconds ago. Understood. It was. Against and Zach Wilson, who I, couldn't move the football to save his life. I'm not saying it's 100% his fault, but I'm not going to exonerate him nearly as much as you appear willing to be. I know he had the lead, and I know things imploded late. But when you're the OC, you can bury your head in the notes and uh, sit up in your little box and deal with Josh Allen, which he did incredibly well. When you are the coach, you must know that Graham Gano has no business being out there kicking that ball. You must know that. And if you don't know that, that's that's on you. That's your fault. That's your negligence. How do you not know that? Did you talk to the special teams coach or because you berated him as well? Did you have a frosty relationship where you guys didn't interact before the game? I don't know. But he did not know his kick was hard. Yeah, I mean, I'm still not going to blame him 100%. Anyway, point is, he does have to take accountability. Whether he thinks he was at fault for that particular game or not, you have to take accountability, and then the others will respect you. I, it's not a loss of respect, or at least not reported that they didn't have respect for him. They just don't like the fact that he's hard on them. That's the issue. So maybe he needs to Don't find you some think tougher. that's the first step of maybe ultimately losing respect for somebody? Well, maybe they just can't handle his tough coaching. I mean, that's part of it is what you need hard nosed, you know, no nonsense, right. tough, mentally tough players. And, Hire but, Belichick's but then again, they kids. they have some of those. Hire Belichick's kids away from New England. Belichick's yeah. kid? 
I guarantee you they can handle the, the tough love and, and tough coaching. Who the hell has he to dish it out? What the hell has he done in the NFL? Belichick wanted to dish it out. You better bring Belichick if you bring his son. Did you just say bringing Belichick's son without yeah, Bill? I'm saying to put them on your staff <laughs> because you know that they could take it. You need to find tough well, well, coaches who could be able to handle some yeah, tough Yeah, but you're love. assuming he can take it because he's a Belichick. Yeah, I, of course. I, that is a big assumption, yes. Wait, wait so... He's, so every offspring of every he, person is exactly the same as their parents? You don't think that they were coached tough or parented tough from Bill Belichick? No, I do. But that's, that, and that's my point. Like, you need to get coaches who can handle the tough coaching from the head coach. And I'm assuming that people on Bill Belichick's staff, like Dable was one, can handle it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 get, I get what you're saying on that. I'm not, you know I'm, I mean? I'm not trying to just push back unnecessarily. Right. I just... I don't know, bring it to Belichick well, if his name's not Bill. I'm not exactly interested. I was in the, in the, uh, facetious, but yeah, it did come off that I think know, philo- I New think England I, gave them an opportunity to stay on their staff. That's what I was saying. I actually think your premise is on point. Like, if you're going to be that kind of coach, then you need to surround people as coaches who can handle your heat right. and still do their job and thrive. I'm with you on that. BT and Sal on the fan. We'll continue with your calls on the other side. Also, Brian Baldinger coming up at 1 o'clock. We'll talk about this with Baldy and go around Wild Card Weekend while also looking ahead to the divisional round matchups. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Brandon Tierney, Salakata back on the fan. Let's run through some of these calls here, BT. We'll got, we have Baldinger coming up at 1 o'clock, so we'll go over the Dable stuff with him and obviously get into Wild Card Weekend and Divisional Round, whatever else you want to talk to in the world of football. With Baldy, but right now let's hear from the Giant fans. Tommy is calling from Massapequa. What's up, Tommy? Good afternoon, guys. You couldn't take my call at a better time. You were discussing accountability. Where is the accountability of players? I think there's an authority issue. I mean, that, that I think that goes on in, everywhere in the country. When, when is a player going to be blamed? Like uh, an example, the head coach of the Eagles. Nothing changed. Same players. Same plays, same stadium, same guy. They they took a dive. Like, wh- when are they going to be punished for that? I remember years ago, Bill Parcells, 
been somebody before my time. They would grab a player. You got benched. You're getting paid millions. Do your job. A guy, Tommy, can, I, can I jump in for a Can I jump in for a sec there, yeah, yeah. Well, sorry, what, yeah. What, Tommy, I'm not going to hang up on you. One sec. I think what you're saying Please is true, stop. but I also think it's very different from what we're talking about because if there was a player mutiny, I think what you're saying would be directly applicable to the Giants. That's not the case. So okay. your inference that the younger generation doesn't receive and respond aggressive coaching very well or like they used to, it's accurate, but that's not what we're talking about because the guy who apparently sabotaged things is a 62-year-old man in Wink Martindale. Not a twenty-five-year-old okay, kid, right? But you're going, you're going to wink. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going over to use the Eagles, and I'm not an Eagle fan. I, I, I think ah, you have three children; they're all overweight. You handle them all differently. You're going to go on a diet. You're going to go and do some exercise. One, you got to bring a box of tissues with you. One, you'll say, no, no, no. If, if you have three overweight children, they should all be on a diet. I don't know that it's different. Well, certain, but certain right. people handle it differently, I think, is the point that you're trying to make, Tommy. And oh, not in the same family. Well, right, even right. even so, like, each kid is individually different. I got you. The same yeah. way you yeah. coach Colt is not going to be the same way you coach Ken, gotcha. right? I mean, gotcha. <laughs> right, but with children, they're sensitive. They're young. These guys are millionaires. They go to their mansions, their cars, their beautiful wives. Yep. They don't have to do anything when they come home. They're treated like kings. They got the physical therapy, the best doctors. They gotta be held accountable. Yeah, but they, they have no, to. You, they don't have. That's the point, Tommy. Thank you for the call. The exact opposite, because they have all that and they have the world by the you know what. They don't have to be held accountable, and that's the problem with the world today, or at least the sports world. I mean, there's other issues too, mm-hmm. that, and we won't have time to dive into. Mm-hmm. But that's part of the problem, is that the players, like we talk about, how a head coach is supposed to get these guys to buy in a hundred percent to to what they're saying with tough love and hard coaching, but the reality is that the players rule the world because they're making so much money, and they're like, what do you want Sirianni to do to A.J. Brown? What's he supposed to do? Yeah. I mean, chastise him? No. Bench him? No. Um, the problem is... You could. You could bench him. You could get you on could him. You. You but you know what him. that's going to mean? Mm. He's going to be out of a job. Yeah, and, and he's going to... Yeah, that's true. Like, I would bet A.J. Brown holds more weight in the organization than some puppet head coach in Syria. I would think so. The problem, though, we well, we identified the problem, or at least part of the problem, but what's depressing is it's only going to get worse. Because you think about the cycle of young athletes that are going to be eventually the elite of the elite rising to the professional ranks in all the sports, right? Think about, think about how they're coddled now. And there was always an element of coddling in AAU um, and, and some other aspects, right? You know, the young quarterback who was a stud, he just doors open. And that, that, that's always been like that, even in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. So let's not make it like that much has changed. But now players are are allowed to run from authority right? or run from problems. I'm talking about collegiately without any repercussions. Oh, I signed on to play for Saban. I didn't win the starting job. Guess what? I'm transferring within the – I know Saban's retiring, right. obviously. I'm transferring within the conference – and I don't have to sit out a year. But that year was a de- was a deterrent for many players who were like, I don't want to sit out a year. So you suck it up, you absorb the tough coaching, you try to get better, and then you try to win the job the next year. And instead, the option now is, let me jump to a different school that's going to embrace me and basically kiss my ass. Right. And as that star gets to the NFL, that is the pet pa- or the NBA or Major League Baseball, that is now the path that they're accustomed to. It's only going to get worse.
Yeah, it's a, it's a problem. Yes. And I don't know if it, entitlement's the right words, but Part there, of it. there is a lack of respect for authority. There's a lack of respect for, is the system the right word? Like, like earning your, like people think that they just, like in, in your particular scenario here, kid gets, you know, um, re- recruited by Saban, yep. doesn't win the starting job on his own merit, and cries like a baby and decides to leave somewhere else. Like, yeah. there's, it can't happen. There's got to be. Tom some... Brady could have left Michigan because right. Drew Henson was playing. Split right. time. Could have left. You know, Drew Henson was. Well, the... How do we fix this? You don't. That's why I'm giving everybody a heads up. It's over. Like, just honestly, <laughs> it's over. Like, the conventional enjoyment. Or college or, or just in general. Everything. So, you, well, I, my advice for everybody is to latch on to what you love about sports, all right, and ignore the other stuff because the other stuff is only going to get worse. And I'll give you a direct answer. Like, why are these kids almost preconditioned to think that they're beyond tough coaching? Well, because, I don't know. 212,000 likes and 797 comments on a dunk or a home run in high school or whatever makes them think that they're already a star. So not all, not all. There are still some great high school coaches and some great well-intentioned youth coaches. For sure, I'd like to think I'm a well-intentioned youth coach, but certainly not. That's not Mm, a living. They're not a living. Um, There's a lot of good men and women who do great service and really care about the kids. But that... Like, the high school coach isn't even, in most cases, even part of the recruitment anymore. I don't even know if you know that. Like, no. Jack Curran, uh, Coach Curran, Archbishop Malloy, Tim Leary at St. Francis. I mean, Coach Elisi at Severian for all these. I'm just throwing out a few. Great respect. Amazing legends, all of them, right? When they had a kid who was getting recruited, the college would go to the coach, and the coach would be involved. He'd be involved in the... You know, now they just go to the kid and the parents. They go to the kid. They go to the kid's AAU coach. They go to the kid's camp or handler. So the people, and again, there are a lot of well-intentioned people. I don't want to paint this too broad of a brush, but the system is broken and it's never going back. And if you latch on the stuff that you hate, you will despise sports. I still think you it, will hate it. To me, it comes down to a core fundamental principle: respect. Yep. Respect yourself. Respect others. Respect the job, the process, your teammates, your team. Well, well, right. Respecting other, like, but that that gets it. lost a- to authority. Often. Like, you need to res- just respect. Yeah. And I think a lot of times we we just don't have that. But where I agree with that completely and sadly. But where do you? Not all the time. Where do you think respect is derived from, or what do you think it's derived from? I've got my answer. You talking about upbringing? Yeah, generally. Why are you? Quick to respect things as a young boy. I'll just say as, as you know, as I boys. mean, for me, the only thing I can remember is if I didn't, my father yeah. would probably What's the beat word? my ass. Fear. Yeah, right. Fear. Bingo. Right. That's fear. what I, I knew you would say. Whatever that. it may be. I don't know about actual physical harm. No, no, I'm not talking about fear that. fear that daddy is not going to be approving of this. Yes. Daddy's not going to sit down and say, I'm going to put you in the corner for time out in 1982. Daddy's going to maybe whip, you know, bust your ass or, or the very send you to yell. your room for hours and yell at you and yeah, you're going to be right. terrified. Right. Correct. Is what's going to happen. Right. So the short answer is right there's no fear anymore yeah now it's also unhealthy when it when the respect is solely derived from fear it's got to you've got to understand as kids get older that's coming from a good place but the impetus for respect is generally fear and it doesn't have and to be repercussions f- right exactly it doesn't mean fear in nobody like a fears physical, anything anymore well, right. i don't mean physical fear right of i don't course. mean that no we're talking about well what's gonna happen big yes. deal this coach doesn't like me i'm gonna go play somewhere I'm else be or, benched. yeah I'm, I'm worried about being benched mm. i'm worried about 
uh, being cut. I'm worried about dad or mom taking away the car for a month. Right. Not acquiescing and letting them do whatever they want without fear as a as – a, again, again, it's got to be channeled properly. Right. Otherwise, you've got big, big problems, right. different problems. But without fear, you have you lose most of the basis for respect. And that's why I love Dable because I do think he instills – I don't want to say instills fear because I think that sounds bad, mm-hmm. but demands respect to a point where if you don't respect him, you there are going to be repercussions. And now there's examples of that. Yeah. Guys are out of their jobs. Because they betrayed him. All right, BT and Sal on the fan. We'll talk to Brian Baldwin. You're coming up on the other side and finish with your calls next hour as well. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.